This is the Amanda Seals Show, and we are here on a Wednesday. It has been a... The week started with tragedy, uh, with the shooting at Covenant School in Nashville. And, you know, I will say that... uh, I, I, I don't know about you, Nails, but I feel like I'm seeing more outrage than I have seen, you know, with this with this shooting. I think because of the compiling, right? Yeah. Because there yeah. was Uvalde. And then, of course, we have seen this, the, just how many shootings there have been. And every time that we hear about children losing their lives in a school, right? At a school mm-hmm. that's supposed to be like the safe space. It is more and more maddening because you know that there are people in power who are actively doing nothing to stop it. And yeah. I think there's something to be said for like trying and if they try and things don't stop then there's that but there's like nothing even being done to try to stop it and I think that's where people are really losing their minds and so we're gonna be talking about um we're gonna be talking about this every hour of the show today we have audio from different representatives we have statistics uh I did a lot of reading this morning just in terms of just how we've gotten here how did we yeah, yeah. Because nobody's supposed to be here now. So yeah, any right. thoughts before we get into this day of ours? Yeah, and I actually um how you said there's been a lot more outrage than we've seen in previous school shootings and mass shootings, and I think it but it comes because people are realizing that it's not just one demographic that's doing this now. It, this is it, like you said before in another mm. episode of the show that it's fair game. Everybody's doing it. It's in the every single race in this country right now. You know who we haven't seen do it though yet? Black women. Black women don't be shooting up the kids. Black women. We show our frustration in other ways. You might get yelled at. You might get yelled at. There might be claps in the middle of the yell. Okay? That's real. We ain't ain't coming with the AR-15. I have yet to see it. I don't think I'm going to see it. We just, we we like, ah. I'm busy. First of all, black women ain't finna mess up their hair or their nails shooting no AR-15. So, <laughs> and that's yes. a fact. There you have it. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, there it is. So we are going to be talking about this. And also I want to talk about this because I really do feel nails that there's a lot of folks that, that have bought into this idea of, well, I mean, it's not like there's anything we can do about it. I think there's a lot of folks that have bought into this idea of, well, if we just had more guns, then it would just be better because because then it could challenge the guns. And it's just like, even if we look at basic math, like the like numbers don't cancel out each other unless it's a positive and a negative. <laughs> like yeah, otherwise right. it's just additional. So oh, I, I just want to do my best to arm y'all with more information to perhaps reconsider your position if you are somebody who feels like we don't need gun control or we don't need um, gun reform. So we're going to get into that today. Uh, we also have some other stuff in Black Your News. Nails, tell the people what we got coming up. Yeah, man. A judge told Nipsey Hussle's killer um, something that uh, he probably doesn't not. He does not want to hear. This happened in court. You'll hear that from this judge this hour as well. I was actually like, oh, wow. Okay, judge. We also going to get into our group chat. Uh, a man says he broke up with his girlfriend after Chris Brown gave her a lap dance. It's not funny. But it is hilarious. So we're going to get into that, all right? And we just want y'all to just join us and ride out with us. Make sure you follow us on social media at Seal Said It. Give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals rocking out with you and uh, making making it my business to arm you all with as much information as I can about the things that are going on in this world, particularly in this nation, that we feel like it's our responsibility to challenge. We've got another school shooting that took place this week at the Covenant School. Uh, and uh, DJ Nails, we're going to get into some black here news and mm-hmm. uh, talk about what's going on and what, they, what, what these lawmakers 
are saying in response. As you do the quotation hands, lawmakers, Representative Tim Burchett of Knoxville. Matter of fact, he is a Republican from Tennessee. His response to this mass shooting up in Nashville, right down the street from them, his response just is infuriating. Listen to this. Three precious little kids lost their lives, and I believe three adults, I believe it's. And, um, and the shooter, of course, lost their life, too. So it's, it's a horrible, horrible situation. And we're not going to fix it. Criminals are going to be criminals. And my daddy fought in the Second World War, fought in the Pacific, fought the Japanese. And he told me, he said, buddy, he said, if somebody wants to take you out and doesn't mind losing their life, there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do about it. I don't think you're going to stop the gun violence. I think you, you've got to change people's hearts. You know, as a Christian, as we talk about in the church, and I've said this many times, I think we really need to revive them in this country. What should be done to protect people like your little girl from being safe at school? Well, we homeschool her. But, you know, that's our decision. Some people don't have that option, and frankly, some people don't need to do it. I mean, they don't have to. Um, it just suited our needs much better. I, uh... All these idiots talking a bunch of garbage. This was really maddening because it is so very just glaring in this commentary right here, how disconnected the lawmakers and representatives that are supposed to be like in position to work on behalf of making people's lives better in this country, how disconnected they actually are from the people. Um, You know, ultimately when he says like, oh, we're not going to be able to fix it. You haven't even tried. So what are we actually talking about when he makes this comparison nails to, oh, my dad said when he was in the war that if someone wants to kill you and they're willing to like risk their lives for it, there's nothing you can do to stop it. Let me just get this correct. You're comparing a war state of mind to children in a school exactly is that what we're doing and then and and, and on top of that his attitude of well i put my kids in private school he said homeschool homeschool that's right that's right that's right something that other americans in the typical everyday american can't afford that luxury right so because your kids are safe at homeschool it's not your problem but dare i say this amanda and i don't want to sound like i'm not being empathetic or anything but tennessee these are the people you vote for these are the people that you have representing you in dc right I now know. listen you look at all of these states you look at idaho idaho be coming up with new wild laws every day and you're like y'all voted for this like this is the result of you putting people in these positions and you voted these people into these positions i will say nails that of course we deal with redlining in places like Tennessee. So you know that there's definitely like certain folks that aren't vote, that their votes aren't getting to be counted. There's voter mm-hmm. suppression. And there's also the, the reality that a lot of these people end up running um, uncontested. But yep. what I want to remind everybody is that it does not require any level of education to become a part of these U.S. Senate or the Congress. You just need money and you need votes. Yep. So when I think when people think like, oh, but these people like they're they're in a better position, they're in a higher position, they must be smarter or they must be more, you know, ethical, et cetera, et cetera. No, they're not. No, that position is not what makes them that. It's their hearts. And when you hear someone talk like this about this, this tragedy, you realize, you know, just how heartless so many of these people are. And I, I want to continue to just illuminate, you know, the way that these representatives are speaking about this, some in very compassionate and real ways. Some are going for the goat, which is what needs to happen. Right. Starting to call out folks and say, yo, what are you doing? And then some are speaking like Representative Bruchette. And I want to remember to I want to show you all this type of stuff because I want to make sure that we all remember that when it comes to the next time to vote, that it is our responsibility to do so to make these people who really just want power not able to do so. All right. Now, when we come back, uh, we got uh, the judge told Nipsey Hussle's killer, Eric Holder, his life is going to be hell in prison. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals uh, rocking out right here with DJ Nails as we continue on with some Black Earret news. And um, I mean, this story just feels like it, it happens so long ago and we're just now getting to this part of the development. Well, this right here shook everybody too. Eric Holder, the man who murdered Nipsey Hussle. So he was in court. Remember, the judge handed down 60 years to life in the pen for the man, but listen to what he told Eric Holder, the judge. This is the judge in the courtroom on the bench. This is what he told Eric Holder in court. Once he gets to state prison, he's a target. There's green light on him from all the gangs. 
all the people that love Nipsey Hussle. And so his life in prison is going to be hell for as long as it lasts. How, what? <laughs> what do you do? When the judge tell you that, I tell the bailiff, just take me out right now. Take me out right now. I don't even. Can I, can I ask a question? Raise your hand in the court. Can I ask a question? <laughs> Y'all just go ahead and just lethal inject it. Like, give it to me now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's just do it now. We don't, don't got to go through all of this. Listen, uh, he's right. And by the by, the tone of the judge's voice, I feel like the judge is bumping victory lap on the way home from the courthouse. Facts. Because it sounds personal. Facts. Facts. He's, it, it sounds very personal. And I was just like, oh, wow, it's a marathon. Well, I feel like, you know, Eric Holder Jr., the man responsible for shooting Nipsey, it will not be a marathon. It will be a sprint to the finish when he gets locked up. Sprint everywhere in that thing. When he leave the cafeteria straight to his cell or if I was him, I'd just punch a guard every day so I could get put in solitary confinement so I'd be straight. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Listen, if... <laughs> I mean, he's... He would... He might just have to be a skinhead. Like, he may have to go completely left. Like, oh, hey, wow. man, can I get down with y'all? Can, can I get... Like, next thing you know, he a cholo. He's like, hey, yo soy mexicano. What's good? Like, because I don't... I don't know, bro. That's going to be rough. Those, the attorney has asked for protective custody for Eric while in prison. Um, and I think anybody who's been to prison will tell you, like, once you are in prison for an extended amount of time, it's a whole different world. You know, mm -hmm. this is not just like, oh, I'm going in, I'm buy my time and get on out. It's a whole different world. There's different rules. There's a different existence that happens in prison at the way the way that our prisons are currently set up. So it's going to be very hard for him. Uh, and that's good. That's good that it's going to be hard for him. That's it for Black Era News. <laughs> and coming up, in our group chat, y'all, a man broke up with his girl after Chris Brown gave her a lap dance. Come on! Uh, that's crazy. Was she wrong? Was she wrong or is he overreacting? We'll take your calls next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, let's drop in the group chat and talk about this situation right here, Nails. A man broke up with his girlfriend after a video went viral of Chris Brown giving her a lap dance at a concert. Now, let me just say, a woman is seated in a chair. Chris Brown performs the song Take You Down and lap dances. And the girlfriend isn't like rubbing on him or anything. You know, he's he's there. She's there. And that's that. But I want to say this. He bought his girlfriend the tickets to the concert. Oh, okay? damn. <laughs> he brought the girlfriend front row tickets to see Chris Brown. He paid $611 and now he wants his money back and his girlfriend back because he basically broke up with her and he's saying he doesn't think what she did was wrong, but they broke up. Ah! I don't know. Uh, damn, bro. City boys, we down. We down bad after this one, bro. <laughs> we down bad. Do you feel like his feelings are warranted or is it something else that he's bro, I think it's feeling? insecure. That's what that is, bro. Like, come on. You paid this money for mm. your girl to go and enjoy herself. Like, part of the reason why you bought those front row tickets is so she could feel that up close and personal experience. And guess what? Mission accomplished, my brother. She has a memory because of you. But because of you, you also want to break up with her. <laughs> like, what? He should have flipped it. He should have flipped it and like performed his own lap dance to take you down I'm so that saying. like she could have a new memory associated with it that's associated with him. I don't know. I feel like I had to put myself in his shoes. Okay, Amanda, if you saw your man get a lap dance at a concert from, I don't know, well, remember when uh, Beyonce and, the, and Destiny's Child did the, oh, yeah, the, the cater, cater to you, you lap dance yeah. at BET Awards? Uh -huh. Like, would you feel some type of way. I don't really think I would. I think, I, think no. I would just be laughing the whole time. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. It's a memory that you can create, but also it's something that you're like, come on now, bro. You really think that Chris Brown finna smash your, I mean, I don't know if he did or not, but still, you know? <laughs> it ain't like she going was, home I mean, I don't know. I just feel like you bought the tickets front row unless explicit instructions were given or requests were made like I got you these tickets please please don't get on that stage <laughs> then hey whatever
whatever happens, happens, bruh. Well, you know what? Uh, apparently he wants the money back and his girlfriend back. And I don't think those two things can both exist in the same world. I think there's a version <laughs> where you either get one or the other. And uh, not that the, not that this story is of any importance to us, but I just thought it would be funny to consider that because I feel like some of y'all would feel some type of way. Give me a call. one 855 8 And you know what? When you call me, I want you to tell me who you think your partner would want that lap dance from? Because everybody knows, like, who their partner would be weak from. Oh, who their partner would be weak from. Give them a pass. Give me up 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-AMANDA-8. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. What's good, everybody? It's the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And it's Wednesday, which means it is Small Doses Day. That's right. Every Wednesday, we drop new episodes of my podcast, Small Doses. And this week, we are talking about the side effects of therapy with Dr. Raquel Martin, PhD. Now, Dr. Raquel Martin is a therapist who is very popular on the Instagrams. Folks be loving her thoughts, her her insights, and the way that she'd be breaking things down. And so, you know what? They said, Amanda, you need to get her on the podcast. You need to. And I just, I'd be listening to the people, Nails. I do. So we got her on the podcast, and we talk about therapy all the time, but we had never done an episode dedicated. So check it out today. Side effects of therapy. dropping wherever you get your podcasts. Okay? I feel like- Listening to the people. This episode mm-hmm. is going to be one of those episodes that's like with the Candy Burris uh, episode, one of those big booming ones, because you're a big advocate for therapy. I feel like at some point when people see the term, the title therapy, if they look it up in the definition, there's a picture of you next to it like this. <laughs> yeah. Doing a hat. Like, did y'all know? Yeah. Did y'all know? Because <laughs> I'm telling you, therapy, even if you don't stick with traditional therapy, like the talking to a therapist therapist, I do feel like it's something that everyone should try. You should try yeah. it. And then if you feel like there's another form of therapy, that may be better for you, like Reiki or, you know, breath work or group, et cetera, then of course, you know, find your path. But I think everybody should at least try this regular classic therapy. So that's my two cents. You can check out small doses, side effects of therapy. Now, remember, I told you I love hearing from y'all. So we got to get into some callers. Yeah, let's go over to the phone lines real quick about this topic yesterday. Would you take $250 in food stamps or Dinner with Soldier Boy, 855 Amanda 8. Here we go. I just want to say, Soldier Boy, you suck. Soldier Boy, Jersey don't love you. We don't care what you say. And guess what? We'll live and die by our hood. You saying nothing. Where are you from? You don't rep your hood like we do? Because even if we can't make 100K a day, we ain't here giving love to each other. What's up? Hey, this is Cherise calling from Pennsylvania. I honestly would take the date with Soldier Boy and decline the $250 a food I mean, just because you see, you know, how he acts and everything in the public, he really might not be that way, you know, behind closed doors. So I would take the date and you never know what may happen. And honestly, he really is, you know, he might be kind of smart and y'all don't even know it. (laughs) She took it the other way. <laughs> we talking about just dinner. We ain't have necessarily saying like. Well, here's my thing. <laughs> I was gonna say I didn't know that it was a date. <laughs> so wouldn't be like banking on the fact that I don't know how we act. I know how two hundred and fifty dollars in food stamps acts. So I'm gonna bank <laughs> on that. Yeah, you know? that's real. <laughs> I'm gonna bank on that. Man, listen, I love hearing from y'all. One eight five five man to eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Would you take two hundred and fifty dollars in food stamps, or would you go to dinner with Soldier Boy if you had the chance? Which one would you do? Which one would you do? All right, call us up. People are definitely having very strong feelings about this, including Soldier Boy himself. He had yep. very strong feelings about this. And by the way, when he heard that people were choosing the food stands, he said that y'all are gonna stay broke. All right. Y'all gonna stay broke. broke. Y'all was born broke. You're living broke and you're gonna die broke. So, hmm. you know, what you really did was broke you broke his heart, is what y'all did with that. Y'all broke his heart. Drake Oak. Okay. Now coming up next, uh, we continue to have our hearts broken with the incessant gun violence that goes on in this country and that we are seeing just play out consistently, particularly in our schools. And the the debate continues. We've got a uh, Nashville Democratic Representative Bo Mitchell 
who addressed the gun violence in Tennessee Republicans. I really want y'all to hear what he has to say, because I know that we play a lot of politicians really out here wasting everybody's time. But ever so often, you're getting these folks who are saying what needs to be said. And it's very important that we make sure that we make space for those folks, too. So we'll check that out when we get back right here to The Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. I said way to go. Way to go, everybody, for joining us. <laughs> way to go. What is the deal, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, I'm Amanda Seals. We are here for another Wednesday. we got to talk about a lot of things. You know, I know the thing that's on the tip of everyone's tongue is just talking about yet another school shooting, this time at the Covenant uh, Catholic School in Nashville, Tennessee. And so all day... Uh, every hour we've got another story related to that because I really want you all to get more information. And uh, I really don't know why we're not in the streets. This this to me just seems... When I look at other countries' nails and I see the way they be like swarming the streets. Mm-hmm. We were in the streets for George Floyd. Don't get me wrong. We were absolutely... But I mean, we we got to get back in the streets. Um, and this time I feel like we got to have a, a, a very direct and clear goal and mission. And, and to piggyback on what you're saying, when you're saying we got to be in the streets, we got to be pissed off at this point, man, because it feels like the people are getting numb to this happening. That's the thing that's scary is that the people are just like, oh, another school shooting and our senators and our congressmen aren't going to do anything so? about it. Yeah, I think it's just people are getting numb to it because it's constantly on their timeline. And I hate to say this, but selfishly, a lot of people are like, well, it hasn't affected me yet. Right. Not, and that's the ones who are just sitting down and they're not doing that. They're not speaking up about it. It's like, all right, well, it happened again. I mean, I think people just don't know what to do. Uh, I think, you know, that's really what it is. People don't know what to do. You know, you can call and text and email these Congress people, but ultimately they are, they've already sold their souls to the NRA and to the lobbyists. So it feels like, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, these people have already shown their cards and showed their hand. It's interesting. You know, we had this last hour, we played this congressperson, uh, Tim Burchette, uh, who is from Tennessee. And he said, oh, you know, we this is not going to be able to get fixed because people just can't, um, people, you know, if a criminal wants to be a criminal, then that's just what it is. The irony of that is that that's how I feel about these lawmakers, these Republicans. They have decided what they're about and that's what it is. They, mm-hmm. There is no fixing them. So that means they need to get removed. That's what really needs to happen. Uh, so we're going to talk about some things this hour in Black Hero News. What do we got going on? Well, that gun that gun violence debate continues. So we'll hear from that Nashville Democratic uh, Representative Bo Mitchell. He's going to address the uh, the Republican caucus in his state, uh, Tennessee. Speaking of movies to watch, uh, well, series to watch. So let's go to movies to watch. There's a list going on about the worst black movies of all time. Oh, so we're going to give you all some of the some of the stories, some of the the movies on this list, and get y'all to call us up and let us know if we're missing any. And of course, we also have the uh, big up, big up, so find out who's going to get the props and who's going to get the blows. I can tell you now, the the letdown is going to go to somebody I saw on these internets talking about women need to be more submissive to men. And uh, plot twist, it's a woman saying it. So I'm going to definitely get into that because I was just disgusted by the way she was treating the person that she was talking to. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can go and get it wherever you get your podcasts. Also, make sure you check out my latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, where you can also get your podcast. You can also get it wherever you get your podcast. New episodes premiere every Wednesday. And this episode is Side Effects of Therapy with Dr. Raquel Martin, PhD. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Cracking y'all, see Amanda Seals show your favorite comedian and common sense specialist Amanda Seals here, and we are keeping y'all in the know with what's going on in the latest and and worst of this uh, recent shooting at Covenant School in Nashville, Tennessee. We've been playing some voices from the Republicans and the Democrats, and just basically these. I want to hear what these officials are saying 
And uh, who do we got here? This is a representative, Bo Mitchell. He addressed the gun violence to Republicans in Tennessee. And he's saying what the people want our elected leaders to say. Listen to this. I spent three hours in a sanctuary today with about 150 parents waiting for someone to tell them if they were going to see their child again. The sound of the mother when she was told that she'd never see her child again. I've never heard a sound like that. Undescribable. Were mothers, were fathers, parents, were grandparents. My children are worth every damn assault rifle in this country and more. Do you just go home tonight? Is it worth it? Is it really worth your child? But I'm asking you, there ain't a person in here that wants to take someone's handgun or shotgun or hunting rifle away from them. We don't need an assault rifle with 30 shot capacity on our street. It's not safe for our police. It's not safe for anybody. So please don't say you're pro-life and then vote to put more weapons on the street. <laughs> okay. Now, right after he said that, they were like, oh, 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 now he's done. Now he's done. Now he's done. Now he's done. You see that nails? Like, because mm-hmm. he flipped it on them. Don't be claiming to be pro-life and putting all these abortion laws in place, et cetera. And we care about the kids. So we got to shut down all these drag queens reading books to kids. And we got to take all these books out the library because they're bad for kids. But it's OK if they get shot in the library. That's essentially what they're saying. Voting on things that don't matter. They're making decisions about other things except protecting the children. Another thing I want to mention, too, uh, that we're seeing up and down social media timelines is people like, well, we need to make sure our teachers are armed. Y'all don't even trust the teachers to have certain books in their classrooms. Listen, I went to school. I don't want teachers to have guns. The teachers that I had, let me tell you, the people that are choosing to be teachers, these are not the people that are going to be armed. They would have chosen to be cops. Exactly. (laughs) Like there's, I just, the idea, the idea that the way that we protect children is to put guns closer to children and not to keep guns further away from them is beyond my scope of comprehension. And the fact that these people are continuously trying to lie their way into why we should have more guns is really disgusting. I read a whole article this morning from back in 2017 about how the actual AR-15 came to be so popular in America. And let me just tell you how twisted America is. AR-15 rifles got more popular with every shooting. Every shooting that took place, the sales have gone up. And you know, there was an assault rifle ban in this country. Mm -hmm. There was an assault rifle ban in this country. And when the assault rifle ban ended, that is when they were allowed to sell more of these AR-15s. But AR-15s were originally made for Vietnam, for that war. That's what they were originally made for. So we now have regular folks that are able to purchase guns that were made for the Vietnam War. When we talk about what we mean when we say there needs to be gun laws, yes, there does need to be stronger background checks. Yes, there should be a longer uh, wait time. No, people should not be able to carry just concealed weapons without a license. Yes, there should be age limits. But ultimately, assault rifles should not be available to civilians. And when we talk about how, oh, well, criminals are still getting assault rifles, I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. We could at least make the effort of making it way harder for folks to commit a crime because most people let me tell you even if they want to commit that crime nails they lazy <laughs> that's that's the truth they lazy. that's the truth when we come back some of y'all have been on this internet talking about the worst black movies of all time and we're gonna get into it right here at the amanda seal show keep it locked the amanda seal show we up we up we up Welcome back. Yes, yes, yes. This is the Amanda Seals Show. We've got a lot going on per usual. And y'all always have a lot going on. I feel like it's crazy because before the internet, I really know that radio was a lot of people just having to come up with stuff off the top of their heads. But y'all just make it so easy for us because y'all are always (laughs) at work, not doing work, but putting together lists like this. What they talking about, Nails? They So this is a list of the worst black movies of all time. And this tweet right here, I don't know, man. Some of these movies on here kind of shock me. So let's start from number 10, right? So number 10 is The Cookout. I don't even know what The Cookout is. Number nine is BAPS, which... I was going to say, never saw it. <laughs> BAPS, I don't though. think BAPS should have been on here. 
right. I agree with you. I don't think BAP should have been on there. Carmen, the hip hopper. Remember the MTV VH1 um, thing that yes. Beyonce was on? That was when they said Beyonce was dating most deaf. Yeah. <laughs> and then also The Help was number seven. I think that's a Holly Berry movie too. Um, Belly Part Two was number six. Soul Plane no, was No, The Help is five. not a Holly Berry movie. The Help oh, is not? what? No, no, no. The Help <laughs> is what Octavia Spencer won Best Supporting Actress. Oscar that's for. right. That's the right. The Help that's is right. with Viola right. Davis with the famous, famous line, you is small, you is kind, you is important. But I, just because there's black people in The Help, I don't necessarily consider it a black movie. It's based on a book written by a white woman. So I don't consider it to be a black movie. Number six is Belly 2. Number five was Soul Plane. I kind of agree with that one right there. For Color Girls came in at number four and The Color Purple was number three on here. I don't agree with that. All the Tyler Perry movies made it at the number two spot and then number one was Precious. So I don't know if these are like in order. I will say this for Color Girls, for what For Color Girls actually is as a play, shout to the late great Antizaki Shangay for Color Girls Who Considered Suicide When the Rainbow Is Enough is my literal favorite piece of literature on the earth. Wow. And I was there at the premiere. I was at the premiere. I was sitting two rows in front of Antizaki Shangay and uh, Gina Jackson's in it. Felicia Rashad is in it. I mean, it's casted incredibly. But again, again, who was directing? <laughs> Tyler Perry. That was not the right choice. That was not the right choice. Now, the color purple, y'all are wildin'. Color For purple real. is... For real. It's so many quotables on. from that movie. Like, it's not like, yes, it's gonna rain on your head. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. Um, I will say this. The color purple, as it relates to the book, are definitely not in perfect alignment, but like, it's not a bad movie by any means. It's not a bad movie. Now, Precious, I thought was interesting because I don't consider Precious to be a, a bad movie. I didn't think it was a bad movie either to put it on this list. And I mean, I don't know if they're in chronological order per se, but to be, isn't that a movie? Didn't Monique win an Academy Award or something like that off of that movie too? She was nominated to my knowledge. No. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, so, and that yeah. was how we got introduced to Garbaray Sutter Base. So y'all could miss me with that one. <laughs> people also added to this list and said, Save the Last Dance, which is not a black movie. Save the Last no. Dance is not a black movie. I don't care what y'all say. Shazam. Uh, I guess, is Shazam the movie with uh, Shaq? They have, uh, so you got the Kazam and you got Shazam. So I think Shazam was the one with Shaq. And I think Kazam was the one okay, with Sinbad. Uh, okay, big. <laughs> oh, I see. So people said Big Mama House 2 and 3. People say all eyes on me and people had the nerve to say belly. Y'all miss me with that. Okay. Belly, one of the worst black movies of all time. As far as I'm concerned, if there's quotables, you can't list it. Like mm, there's no quotables from Soul Plane. But Belly, I could sit here and quote Belly from top to bottom. Kids can't eat books, dog. Kids can't eat books. <laughs> Knowledge bone. What's the science, baby? I rose dolo from states to state. Ha <laughs> ha. About to drop a dime on them. Come on. Like, na- like nails. I can go on. I can go on. Can go on. Come on. Man, like this is just so I, but I would love to hear from you all if there's any that you would like to add to the list. Nails, do you have any you would add to the list as worst black movies? I don't, I don't, off the top of my head, you know what? I might, oh, I might get some heat for this one right here. Can we stop acting? Oh my God, I'm about to get some heat. Can we we stop acting like Vampire in Brooklyn was a good movie. <laughs> Listen, I think saying. it's the nostalgia because I agree. Vampire in Brooklyn is not a good movie, but we're just like, yeah, let's just, you know, it was a time. <laughs> and Coming to America 2, oh, part no, 2, that was not Coming to America, part 2. That was going to be mine. Coming to America 2 is my least favorite movie in the history of film. <laughs> like let's no, let's it's not it's it, it's it's beyond black beyond blackness just <laughs> literally coming to america 2 is my least favorite movie of all time and the song holiday in by chingy is my least favorite wow song, sorry, coming to america 2 is my least favorite movie of all time holiday in by chingy is my least favorite song of all time wow what you doing yeah. nothing chilling at the holiday <laughs> terrible actually and it's tied. It's tied with <sighs> Return of the Mac. I no Return of the Mac. Get it out of here. Oh Get man. Here. <laughs> Get it out of here. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda 
Within my deal, you need to write in once a year, you have to do a collab with my clothing brand, mm-hmm. with my team, Marathon Clothing. And so he got that inked into his first deal. Mm-hmm. And so that was the reason of our collab with Puma. And then, you know, after everything, um, they came back to the table and made sure the kids were set up straight. It had nothing to do with um, sales of clothes or the success of the capsules, just off the top every year, they hitting the kids in their trust fund. They, 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 they did it right for Hustle. We love it. That's dope. That's so hard. We love it. Shout out to Black Sand. That's Nipsey Hussle's brother right there, the late Nipsey Hussle. And that's just a big gut because I think, you know, for what it's worth, these corporations, they really don't have to do this, you know? They're not in any way, like, uh, aligned to have to do this. So to choose to do that uh, after the length and the success of his, of their relationship with Nipsey Hussle is, is great. So I wanted to give that a... Big up, big up. And shout out to my sis, Lauren London, who I ran into the other night. It was just great to see her smiling and shining and just really, you know, on her continuing on her healing journey. And it's just beautiful to see. Now, today's let down. It's terrible to see this. This annoyed me so much. OK, UK artist Esther Juring joined King Rich's podcast along with some other guests. One of the other guests, okay, so not one of the hosts, one of the other guests was this woman, Melanie King. And um, in some kind of like special capacity, she was there. I guess maybe she was kind of like just serving as like another voice or whatever, but it's it's not her show, okay? Mm-hmm. But we're going to play a clip of how she was talking on this show, and okay. you'll understand why she's getting the letdown. So when I'm on stage, my lyrics, everything that I do, I represent Christ, I represent myself, and I represent beauty, and I represent black women that are bosses. No, Let girl, me land. Girl. Let me land no, no, point. no, no. We, you can't land no more. That well, boss stuff, no a man does not want a woman who says she's a boss. Insecure sweetheart. men don't want a no, boss. No, no, no man. And oh, I'm telling you, men who've conquered the world again. do not want this. <laughs> no, no. You got a rebuttal to everything, but you're not digesting. You're hearing, but not listening. So you talked about being a Christian. Yeah. But you know how many young women are not submissive to what men say? But you say you're a Christian woman. Okay. You can't be a Christian woman and buck against what men are saying. That is anti-biblical, is anti-God, is anti-Christ, and it makes you the great whore of Babylon. Damn. Cut it out! Cut it out. All these idiots talking a bunch of garbage. Hell no! Who is this lady, y'all? Who is this lady? <laughs> who is this lady? Y'all, who is this lady? Y'all stay coming and using this Bible, misinterpreting it and trying to shove it down people's throats in whatever version you think it is, unrealistically acknowledging the fact that the Bible has been interpreted a number of different ways. Like y'all, the Bible that we are reading is not the Bible as it was written. We don't even know the people who actually wrote the Bible for you to be sitting here telling this young lady, she's never going to get a man if she doesn't learn how to be submissive because she's a whore of Babylon. That is wild and it is incredibly misleading. And she's presenting it in this podcast. She keeps saying, to the young lady, we didn't play it, but she keeps saying, oh, you know, you're not listening to the wisdom. This is what I'm giving you. I'm giving you wisdom. Mama, just because you call it wisdom doesn't mean it actually is wise. Okay. <laughs> Ultimately, society moves forward. That's the goal. Society moves forward and anything in the world literally needs to continue to move or it will die. That is the facts. Okay. It will die. So when you have somebody sitting here trying to call their their thoughts wisdom, when their thoughts are actually static, reductive and paralyzed with her own fears about herself and like what she's worthy of, then you don't get to talk about wisdom and you don't get to tell people about who they need, what they need to do and how they need to live their life. And this just really disturbed me because I feel like people may listen to this and like hear what she's saying and think that she's right. And the truth is. 
that this idea that in order for you to be loved by a higher power, that you need to be submissive to whatever men say is bull crap. And I know that y'all are like, well, you're not a woman of the cloth. I'm a woman of the world. And I've been here before. And the reality is, is that just because you have a penis doesn't mean that you are a genius. But um, all right. I know I've said that before on the show. The fact that I had to say it again is a problem. We got more of the Amanda Seal show next. That was your big up let down. Keep it right here. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, we hope you enjoying your hump day right. Wednesday so far. I know it's going to be a little bit better as you get closer to the weekend. It's Nails right here at DJ N-A-I-L-Z on all social media at DJ Nails and her at Amanda Seals on all social media platforms. And follow the show at Seals Said It on all platforms as well, man. We got a little community growing over there on Instagram. So go in the comments and comment on some of these things that we talk about on the show. And you can call us up and comment on them, too, at 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA-8. Let's go to the phone lines because we got a caller waiting to say something, Amanda. Amanda, I am so proud of you. I love having you in the morning. I love listening to you. You drop jokes and jokes, which is a great thing when you want to learn something. But, girl, that forgetting it is the 40-year-old thing. When we turn 40, I can't blame it on mommy brain no more. I can't be like I'm a blonde, but it's the 40-year-old brain. Have a good day. I love the show, guys. Keep it up. <laughs> Thank you for calling, Mama. <laughs> Thank you. You just well, you know what? I at least will accept that it's the forty-year-old brain versus something more serious. So, if this is what it is, then so be it. To your defense, this pandemic these past three years has sped all of us up about ten years. So there you go. There's that. Yes. But you know what I've been doing to try and combat it? I've been trying to just not use Google. Like if I can't remember something, I just like will just try and keep thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking until I remember it. Instead of trying to just go to Google and solve it real quick, because I feel like that doesn't help me at all. Now, one thing that has helped been helping me with Google is really helping me be, get more insight onto the uh, statistics and the background of how we have gotten to this crazy, maddening level of school shootings and of just mass shootings in the U.S. And so I'm going to talk about it in the next hour, as well as other, some other things, because that's what we got to do here at the Amanda Seals Show is keep y'all laughing and keep y'all thinking. Yeah, I was about to say facting, and that's not a word. All right, listen, laugh, and learn, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. here with DJ Nails. Thank y'all for listening. You know, we love to hear from you all the time. So make sure you call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got some black hair news for you coming up this hour. We're going to talk about our continuing covering of the latest school shooting at Covenant School in Nashville. We got some statistics on mass shootings in the U.S. that I think are going to be really interesting for a lot of y'all. So stick around for that. Now also, Yara Shahidi is Tinkerbell and the new Peter Pan and Wendy character poster okay but people are not they're not happy about what they're seeing we're gonna get into that because the people are very vocal also i want to talk to y'all about the top five things women feel they shouldn't do if a man is around and i know i got my list so make sure you listen close so you can call us up and tell us what's on your list 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 listen laugh and learn it's the amanda seals show Here at the Amanda Seal Show, and we're so happy to have you all here with us. All right, let's get into this first story right here at Black Hero News. DJ Nails, what are we talking about? Oh, we got some stats on the mass shootings right here in the United States uh, from Midas Touch. Listen, there's been uh, indiscriminate shootings of multiple victims in a public place since 1982. In 1994, Democrats, along with some moderate Republicans, they passed a bill. It was a crime bill that banned assault weapons. 
And that ban was to, uh, set to be renewed like within 10 years. However, mass shootings, they've exploded mm-hmm. since 2004. And the reason why is in 2004, it was allowed to expire. And when attempts to reinstate it, they failed in the Senate. Surprise, right? 2004 mass shootings have exploded since then. And, you know, listen, that's just basic math. Like, I feel like that's what people don't understand. Like, a lot of folks will say, well, how can we change this? People think things have always been this way, Nails. And they weren't. I did not grow up in a world where we had to be worried about mass shootings. Nope. I did not. And then when you see, well, you didn't grow up in a world where there was this much access to to assault rifles. You Mm -hmm. didn't grow up in a world where there was this much... um, there were this many uh, cuts and, and resources. Like I didn't grow up in that world. And in 2004, we're thinking, okay, we got the internet. Things are growing as an economy. We had the, we just came off of the years of, of the Clinton years, you know, things seem to be booming. And then mm-hmm. you get George Bush in office for the second time in 2004. And now we're in a war that we don't need to be in. In hindsight, start to see how the country's energy turns and shifts I cannot stress to you all how crazy it is to see the numbers just grow exponentially after this ban is lifted. And when you look at other countries, right? So you look at Australia, you look at Japan, you look at England, and you compare the way that gun violence takes place in their countries. It is very different. It is a vast difference. And much of that is because even though they're like, okay, we have gun possession, they don't have the same types of exponential growth. When we look at civilian owned guns per 100 people in 2017, in Japan, it's 0.3. Okay. Mm. In United Kingdom, it's 4.6. In Canada, it's 34.7. In the United States, it is so this is and by the way, this is ranking one firearm per capita. OK, in the United States, they're saying that with less than five percent of the world population, America owns 46 percent of the world's civilian owned guns. Forty six percent in one country versus the world. And that's why it's no surprise that our gun homicides are grossly bigger than everybody else's. And then you think about like, well, what do we do to change this? And you look at our politicians like Senator Marcia Blackburn of Tennessee. And she says, oh, me and my husband are heartbroken to hear about the shooting at Covenant School in Nashville. My office is in contact with federal, state and local officials and won't we stand ready to assist. Thank you to the first responders working on site. Please join us in prayer for those affected. Not Guess how much she got in NRA donations? How much? One million three hundred and six dollars and a hundred and thirty. You got to follow the money. That's how much she got. Mind you, in Tennessee, the average gun deaths in her state, one thousand two hundred and seventy three per year. Man, I just want to keep giving you all this information because I think there's a lot of people who send this message out like, oh, we can't change it. It just is what it is. You know, people need more guns to fight the other guns. And we are looking at other countries and that's just simply not the case. Other countries, when they've had a mass shooting, they take immediate action. Not us. We say, let's put more guns out there. It's really maddening. Anywho, give us a call, 1-855-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now, coming up next, speaking of maddening, people are upset about Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell in Peter Pan and Wendy. And we're going to tell you why. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We're here at the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And I, both, both Nails and I have spent quite some time in Orlando. We are some Disney people. Yep. Okay. Yep. Are you a Peter Pan kind of guy? Yep. Never, never land. Right. Well... <laughs> We've seen our girl Hallie as Little Mermaid, right? We we got to see her in uh, the live action of um, Beauty and the Beast, and now Yara Shahidi is Tinkerbell in the new Peter Pan and Wendy. And the poster came out 
And I don't know why her face looked like that on the poster. Nails. Uh, Social media ain't having it. <laughs> y'all, it looks like her face is not her face. I don't know why they edited it like that. Like, it looks like her face is a carving, like a wood carving. Maybe maybe it's just the tint that we're seeing, the filter that we're seeing just on this presentation. Hopefully, that's not how her face is going to look in the movie. Yeah, but the poster is such a big deal. I mean, I don't know why she's also so, like, far away. Like, even though she's a fairy and she's Tinkerbell, like, she still could have been, like, a little bit more, like, close up. And I don't know why her eyebrows are so big on this drawing. Yeah, yeah. Like, on this, yeah. I don't understand. I'm just kind of, like, I feel like y'all trying to sabotage my girl Yara. She is beautiful. And it looks, you know what it looks like, y'all? It looks like a filter that's, like, gone bad <laughs> like it looks like a like a wrong filter ah man i know she probably was like why y'all do this to me i know what this feels like though nails because i told you when when insecure they would like be making like little video games and little apps for insecure and every time they would make my character look crazy <laughs> Nothing crazy like <laughs> and every time i was like is that what y'all think of me her eyebrows look thicker than mine bro <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like it just it doesn't look right. I don't know why it looks like this. People are very upset. And of course, then you got the other people who are like, oh, no, now we got a black Tinkerbell. Jeez Louise. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh, just say you're racist and move along. Just say you're racist <laughs> and move along. Well, that's, that's it for Black Year in News. Coming up next, we got we got top five things that women feel they shouldn't do if a man is around. Woo-wee, I got my list. I've got my list. And we're going to talk about it next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We're rocking out on The Amanda Seal Show. We've been here all day talking to y'all. We've been doing a lot of talking about this gun laws and the gun control and the gun violence going on in the country. And if you want to hear some of the representatives that have been talking, both Democratic, Republican, et cetera, make sure that you check out the show wherever you get your podcast so that you don't miss out on anything that we've been talking about. Now, Y'all have been talking about on this internet, uh, what are some things that you as a woman feel you shouldn't have to do if a man is around? Now, Nails, let me first just say this. I know y'all are going to be like, well, if you a feminist, then cut it out. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, there is still a certain level of expectation by just the fact that y'all have more muscle and bone mass in more cases yeah. than not. <laughs> so there was a list. And women had interesting responses. Celine V.A. Carter, she tweeted this out. She's like, pumping gas into a car, it's like top five activities I don't think I should have to do as a woman. And then women started chiming in under there saying like, yo, me? Uh Uh-uh, I ain't pumping the gas at all. He better hop out the car and pump the gas. Another one says, taking out the trash is mine. I really hate that ish. Like, a lot of women are chiming in on this. Another one uh, said lifting things. Another one, another woman says bringing in bags and groceries. Uh, this one right here, a little arguable right here. She says paying bills. Mm, I don't know about that one right there. I don't know about that one mm. right there. And somebody else said paying for anything, really. <laughs> okay, city <Wow>. girl. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, I'm going to, okay, so I'm going to mind lean more in the, um, manual labor part of the of the spectrum of things right Mm. like i mean i don't feel like if i if there's a man around why am i carrying this thing why yeah why am i carrying this heavy thing also because it's not going to be as heavy for you so just ease my load ease (laughs) my load you know if there's a man around like I don't expect to, I agree. I do not expect to be pumping no gas. I'm not pumping a single drip of gas. If there's a man around, I'm not changing a tire. If a man is around. Okay. Oh, that's real. That's now, real. do I know how to change a tire? Yes. But I would be curious if there are things that men feel that they wouldn't do if a woman was around. I'm curious, but of course I want to hear from more of y'all women. Like, are there any activities that you feel or any tasks that you feel that you would do. I'm going to do it. Okay. I got a bougie one. Uh Oh, I got a bougie one. What is it? If there's a man around, I'm not skimming the leaves out the pool. I'm not doing it. Nope. Really? No, no. Ah. That pole is heavy and it's a lot easier for y'all. It, that pole is heavy. 
I don't need, I'm in the bathing suit, you know, I'm glistening, I'm all, you know, lotion You just want to lay out in the sun and get, you know, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. <laughs> that pole ain't that That long pole, then you got to dip it in the water, then you got to crank it up. Nah, that's for y'all to do, that's for y'all. That's why they always say the pool boy. You don't never hear them say the pool girl. They say the pool boy, you see? <laughs> there you go. Well, give me a call, one 855 y'all. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got more of your calls on whether you take $250 in food stamps or dinner with Soldier Boy. They're next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, Soldier Boy was real hot about this right here, man. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, welcome back. I'm Nails, that's Amanda Seal. So you saw the video that went viral, right? Last week, Soldier Boy was going off. On people who are saying that they would rather take $250 in food stamps than have dinner with him. So we went to the phones real quick. 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA-8 to see what you would say. I feel like this whole thing with Soldier Boy is crazy because he coming to Jersey, but the girls that was on the video, not even from Jersey. We would never let our weeds look like that. We never look in that love. Like, Soldier Boy, get your life. And as far as making 100K a day, bro, you look like you made a hundred K in a long time. Like your song is old, you're dusty and done up. Nobody even cares. Jersey all day, what? Hi, I'm calling in to weigh in on the conversation. I'm taking dinner with Soldier Boy. First of all, Soldier Boy is a marketing genius. That man has so much money. I don't think those ladies were like knowledgeable of how much of a businessman he is. Yeah, he could be a little ratchet here and there, but we all can sometimes. I'm connecting with Soldier Boy to get on some money and get like pick his brain. I think he's a smart man, so I'm going with Soldier Boy to help me. See? See? They say he's smart. All right. So there's, yeah. I mean, the first caller was just, she, she was like, everybody could get it. These hands are rated. Yeah. <laughs> like, she shaded. She she didn't even shade a location. She was like, wherever y'all are at is whack. I don't even know where y'all are at, and it's whack, and your weaves are whack. So get out of here. And then took the turn on shoulder boy on soldier boy. So uh, I I I like hearing that that the fact that there is a diverse group of people here who have different thoughts. I would be very curious on what marketing advice people would give to, I mean, that soldier boy would give to the people. So if you do get to have that dinner, make sure that you do some TikToks to relay it back to us. Just take one for the team. (laughs) team. All right. Now, coming up next, speaking of uh, talking to the team, California Representative Ted Lieu has some choice words for Republicans who canceled a gun hearing the day after the Nashville shooting. We're going to get into that and more right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We. Seal show in our final hour of the day. All day we've been talking about this uh, shooting at the Covenant School in North Nashville and playing some audio from different representatives and what they had to say and uh, want to make sure that we're giving you all as much information as possible. What we got coming up in Black Here at News, Nails? Yeah, we're going to let you hear from Representative Ted Lou. He has some choice words for Republicans who actually canceled a gun hearing the day after the Nashville shooting. And we got an update, too. It's official with this Mississippi anchor who was fired after quoting Snoop Dogg's for shizzle my nizzle lyric during an on-air broadcast. I just feel like they just really was trying to go ham on this lady, and I don't know why they're doing it. We also got the big up letdown, so stick around and find out. Uh, I can tell you now, I'm going in on the letdown. So if you want to hear me go in, then stick around because it's going down in the letdown. Stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seal Said It and give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And uh, 
I really have been paying a lot of attention to what politicians have been saying in response to the Covenant school shooting in Nashville. And this this one right here nails um, was what I want to hear from these folks. That's why we need to take action to prevent gun violence. And what did House Republicans do? Well, they had a hearing scheduled for today in the House Judiciary Committee, in which I sit, that was going to make it easier for people to get pistol braces that can make AR-15s even more deadly. And what did Republicans do? They canceled the hearing. They ran away and they're hiding because they know that the talking points they're spewing are simply not true. Giving everyone more AR-15s and more guns does not, in fact, make American society safer. Because if it did, they would have had that hearing, had the debate, had the argument, and did the markup of that bill. Coward. Facts. Mm. This is what I want to hear. This is what I want to hear from politicians to other because I feel like nails we we're, we're getting we've gotten this message for a long time that like the Democrats is soft you know they not they're not speaking up they're not doing nothing and I felt the same way but when yep. I hear stuff like this I'm like okay now y'all now y'all growing some and we need to hear it from not just not just your average you know Republican I'm not a Republican but representative uh, of of the local government or up in the federal level, we need to hear it from Hakeem Jeffries. We need to hear it from the, the the top levels of government and hear big D energy, big Democratic energy. We need you to call them out. Like even if you got to say a couple cuss words, let them know that you're serious. They should be calling them out. They should also be out in the streets with their constituency. And I just feel like there isn't enough of that. Everybody is playing it real safe and real cute, and it's not time for that anymore. It's time to turn up. And the fact that they're continuing to get to do this thing, like he said, just, you know, run away and we'll talk about this later. Like in their minds, they're like, oh, you know, this would be inappropriate to have this meeting. Well, you know what? It was inappropriate to have this meeting regardless of the shooting, because Mm -hmm. ultimately the fact that they're continuing to find ways to make guns more available is continuously inappropriate in a country that is continuously grieving because of mass shootings. Coming up next, uh, we're going to turn a corner. We're going to turn a corner. We've Mm -hmm. gone from maddening to absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Y'all, an anchor was pulled off the air for saying for shizzle my nizzle. And we got to tell you what the final outcome for this this mishap is at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hump Day Wednesday. The Amanda Seal Show. Hey, remember earlier, I think it was last week we spoke about this on the show. Um, this uh, news anchor in Mississippi, she was quoting Snoop Dogg because they was talking about Snoop Dogg's wine, right? Her name is Barbie Bassett. She had been with this news station for over 20 years. And on air, she said, for shizzle my nizzle. And I guess it pissed a lot of people off who listened down there and watched them down in Mississippi because she's been fired completely let go from the company for saying that on air. Now, I was laughing when I saw it because she seemed like it was just so normal for a middle-aged white woman to just be for shizzle my nizzle and smiled after it too. <laughs> I just, I feel like this is like really extra. There must be something else going on. Like maybe she was having her own affair with one of the anchors on the show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and this is a TJ Holmes situation that we just don't know about because for shizzle my nizzle, like you going to get fired completely for your job. And she made it 20 years. Yeah, I'm thinking like so in 20 years, you never did anything. You never had a fireable offense in 20 years until now. And this is what you get fired for. I don't know. Maybe she had said on the low, like, listen, I'm really trying to get out of here, but I don't want people to think you know, I'm saying <laughs> so, you know, if you could just fire me, that'd be awesome. Mind you, if she gets fired, she does get a check. If you quit, you don't get a check. But if you fired, you get a check. So and, and it is shocking to me that this happened in Mississippi, Amanda. Listen, we all know that in Mississippi, they use much worse language to talk about black people than nizzle. Okay, (laughs) so I'm not sure what the impetus of this is. I would love they're like, oh, we talked to her. Then New York Post reached out to WLBT for comment. I need to hear from WLBT because I need to understand why this was so offensive that they needed to fire this woman. I can't even believe I'm caping for this lady, but I'm just really curious. Like, I'm even surprised that she even knew the terms. I don't know. I don't know. A shizzle my nizzle. I don't know. 
Well, skeet, skeet, skeet on me. (laughs) That is it for Black Current News. Coming up next, we got the Big Up Let Down right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all, it's time to check on out from the Amanda Seal Show. Glad y'all was here rocking with me today. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Make sure to check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. New episodes drop every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. Love being a part of the Urban One Podcast Network. And this week, our topic is side effects of therapy. Yes, y'all know I'm a huge proponent of therapy and I love talking about getting people inspired and, you know, just kind of like ready to go to therapy. Well, now we're actually talking about therapy in depth with a therapist. Dr. Raquel Martin, PhD, joins us. So make sure you go and get your podcast wherever you get your podcast. And you can watch the episode tomorrow because it premieres every Thursday on YouTube at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm in the chat. We're talking. It's a good old time. Speaking of a good time, we talked about a lot of topics today. And the big thing that we talked about today is the Covenant School shooting and different responses from Congress people like Tim Burchett of Knoxville, who said that we can't fix it. You know, Tennessee Democratic Rep Bo Mitchell, who said, I will take my children over AR-15s any day of the week. And California Congressman Representative uh, Ted Liu, who basically looked at the constituency and said, I mean, looked at his counterparts and said, what are y'all really on? Because you're trying to tell us that it's about child safety and it's not. Then we also got a chance to talk about uh, the judge who told Nipsey Hussle's killer his life is going to be pretty rough in prison. So we got a lot of information for y'all to sink your teeth into, so make sure you keep it right here and if you miss any of it you can get your show wherever you get your podcasts and we always have these great conversations coming from you all as well so make sure to call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 what do we got coming up on Thursday's show Nails on Thursday's show we'll have all your black news plus the big up letdown and Idaho is about to become the first state to restrict interstate travel for abortion so make sure you ride with us tomorrow and like Amanda said if you missed any part of the show just type in the Amanda Seals show wherever you get your podcasts, all right? Wherever you get your podcasts and stay connected with us at Seals Said It on all social media platforms. Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.